Hi, this is Amy Showalter with the Engagement Edge for this month here in February. This has to do with pack objections. I wrote this uh, many years ago, but it's still valid today. Uh, Amy is in number 63 on pack objections. There are no new pack objections known to mankind. The crime is not in the objection, but in us not being prepared to welcome, validate, and have a dialogue about them. And to remember that we are answering a person, not a question. A person, not a question. This, I was reminded of this amyism again because of all of the uh, discussion and um, action regarding PAC contribution criteria as a result of the January 6th riots on Capitol Hill and how many organizations are pausing their contributions entirely or not contributing to a certain group of lawmakers. And what this is producing is a lot of questions from PAC contributors and non-contributors that want you to take one path or the other. Um, I believe very firmly that when you're communicating your new direction, you need to reduce ambiguity as much as you can and, and be candid, let people know why you're in the situation you're in and that it may take a while to come through this particular period with your pack because there is nuance to this, believe it or not. Uh, most complex things do have nuance to them. So uh, that's number one is you want to let people know that we're thinking about this and you can send a generic message to all your contributors or your eligibles telling them that. However, when it comes to individual questions from PAC contributors first, they're your top priority, then other people who are not PAC contributors, you want to make sure you are answering those questions via a Zoom call, via a personal phone call. If they prefer email, that's okay, but you want to do this in the most personal way possible. There, there are several reasons for this, and I, I was reminded of it because one of my clients told me how she was getting more uh, questions and calls, and she was answering each one of them individually, and she said, you know, Amy, there was a lot of people that Oh, not a lot, but a few people that I, I disagreed with personally in terms of their concern. However, we never um, had any crosswords or uh, any any you know disagreeable type conversation about this. We had a good dialogue about it, and I felt that they understood our position better. We understood them better, and uh, they didn't leave the conversation by saying they were no longer going to contribute and so forth. And she's had many of these conversations, so it reminded me that it is a skill. It's something you need to develop, and it's something you shouldn't be afraid of at all. Um, she obviously uh, got it right there. But there are three, maybe four reasons why it's really important to take these conversations head on. Don't avoid them with um, a generic email and let that be your only communication. Number one, you're going to learn a lot about your members and where they're at, their headspace with this kind of conversation. It never hurts to have more intelligence on your members. Number two, you stretch yourself. You stretch your communication skills, your conflict management skills, and so forth. Remember, what you're doing, uh, particularly now, even more so than five or six years ago, what you're doing now, engaging people in political programs, which are so rife with personal values and emotions and so forth, is a really hard communications milieu to be in. And if you do it well, and, and you try to grow through those experiences, you're only going to improve your personal um, skill set and, and organizational reputation in that. So, so you really want to welcome these opportunities. Don't run from it by any means. Don't run from it. I think it's a, it's a great privilege to be able to do this. Many of us complain about you know, fake news and 
poor narratives and so forth and bias in the media and, and other places um, from both political parties. And so you can be the truth teller. You can be the one who helps eliminate that in your organization. I'm going to be talking a lot more about that moving forward. Uh, but anyways, back to our regular programming. So those are two reasons why you want to do it. And then uh, next, the last thing is you you can build relationships this way. And it's important, as the amyism says, to remember that you are answering a person, not a question. You're answering a person who has opinions, who has thoughts, who's taking their valuable time to talk to you because they believe it will be of value to them and to you to do that. So you want to honor that and uh, be respectful about that. Whenever I hear PAC leaders say that their members, quote, just don't get it, unquote, or uh, don't, quote, don't understand, unquote, I think it might be the other way around, that you're not taking the opportunity to understand them. So it doesn't mean you have to agree with them. doesn't mean you have to love everything they say. It's just about affording them the honor of listening and being candid with them. So as we move forward, let's welcome the pack objections that we're hearing during this time. Use it as ways to educate uh, others and to learn yourself about what's on their mind. This is Amy with the Engagement Edge.